Welcome to Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame Radio, where legends live. Thanks, everybody. Joining us here, Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame Radio. I am joined by 2018 inductee Jamie Moyer. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on. So um, we spoke a little bit earlier, and it is pure coincidence that this is the 10th year anniversary of your Philadelphia Phillies winning the 2008 World Series championship. And I have to tell you personally that I was at both ends of the deciding game. It was very interesting. What was your recollection of that deciding game, having it be rained out in the middle and having two days off, and it was surreal? Yeah, it, it was a very odd situation, but uh, Mother Nature, basically while we were playing here, was not cooperating. You know, we started games late. We had a game delayed um, to the next day. So, I mean... It is what it is, um, you know, and if you know if you're the guy making those decisions at the time it was Bud Selig, what decision do you make? You know, do you wipe it out? I don't think that you can do that, right? So I think he probably made the best decision he could, was just by having it, you know, continuing the game when we when weather permitted, and you right. know, I, it was a, it was exciting. It was a different way to to go about things, um, and you know what? I I look back. At the whole situation, and you know, I didn't know at the time because it really wasn't a thought of mine. But after the fact, you know, it's come out that uh, Charlie never mentioned to Jeff Jenkins that he was going to be the pinch hitter the day before the night. You know, and he, so he he waited till the last minute, which I thought was a genius decision. Absolutely, absolutely. Was there any conversation on the field from Charlie or others at the umps? To do something because well, the you know what? conditions I don't know. were nuts. I don't know um, that it was in Charlie's hands or the Phillies' hands. My belief that it's in was in Major League Baseball's hands. Okay. Okay. So I think when you get to those types of situations, playoffs and World Series scenarios, even though you know it was on our home field, I think Major League Baseball kind of, you know, they they take precedence on things. Okay. Here's kind of an off the wall question for you. Mm-hmm. I think so. As you know, athletic facilities and schools have improved markedly since mm-hmm. you were a kid. Mm-hmm. So, who had better facilities, Souderton or St. Joseph's, for baseball? Great question. Well, when I played at St. Joe, we didn't have our own facility. Okay, we played at the, the polo fields in Bryn Mawr was our home field. Uh, at Souderton, we played on a skin-in field. Uh, right next to a company called Landis Block, um, which, you know, was just on, actually was in Bucks County, right across the Montgomery County line uh, from the high school. So I'd say, uh, wow. <laughs> it's a it tough was, one. Yeah. Now, if you'd ask me about today's field at St. Joe, completely different. Of They've course. got a beautiful setup right now at St. Joe, and... Uh, it's just uh, an excellent program. Well, they were able to purchase the Episcopal Academy right, property. Right, And right. believe it or not, they had a lot of issues in right. getting that baseball right. field to have right. things like speakers. Right. And so right. it was a struggle yeah. for them to yeah. get that together. Well, Don DeJulia, 
uh, Fritz Hamburg have done a great job with that program. Absolutely, absolutely. Talk, you know, uh, you've played so long in Major League Baseball, and it's, I don't believe people understand what a grueling season, 162 games, is. What was sort of your secret, if you will, to career longevity? I know you weren't the fastest thrower in the world. Right. But you're still throwing the baseball right. every yeah, you fifth day. You still have day. to go through the exercise of throwing. Uh, you know, I, I really tried to focus and learn how, and it kind of evolved as I went through my career. Um, I had to learn how to listen to my body, especially as I got older. Um, I had the opportunity to play with some pretty hardworking players myself throughout my career, whether it was position players or pitchers. Um, played with a guy by the name of, I don't know, some people might remember this guy, Nolan Ryan, <laughs> who played a long time. I, I might have heard and, of him. And um, I played with him at, uh, in the, with the Texas Rangers in the late 80s and uh, really uh, had the great opportunity just to watch the man work and see what a, a real work ethic was. Um, so I, I think that was a big part of it. And, you know, the other part of it I will say is, you know, I was raised by two parents that were very blue-collar and, and worked and knew the value of working. So I saw that as a, as a witness uh, in my youthful years and then had the good opportunity to see guys actually doing it as professional athletes. And, uh, you know, I had some bumps in the road, but, uh, I, you know, and, and there was a lot of trial and error there until I was able to, to find things that started to work for me. That's great. One final question, mm -hmm. um, because I know you have a busy evening tonight. Mm -hmm. um, you were one of the one of the rare players to have played in four different decades, mm -hmm. which is remarkable. I consider that an honor. Yes. What did it mean to you not just to come back to Philadelphia to pitch and play, mm -hmm. but ultimately having a career here, a ring, um, and I think people with an understanding that you're a local guy. Right. You know, right. What, what sort of does that mean to you looking well, back? Well, I mean, it's... I believe it. You know, you're right. I, I did play a long time, and it, it's basically the pinnacle of my career. Um, you know, to me, as as a, I always viewed it this way, and didn't know that it was going to happen. But to to play, have the opportunity to play in a World Series, um, was a goal. Uh, you know, and it was a personal goal. But I realized it took 25 guys or 28 guys or however many we used in a particular season to get to that goal. And uh, I'm very blessed and felt very fortunate to have, number one, been a Philly, but number two, to come back here and be on that team that won a World Series. So, I mean, it, it's, it's special in a lot of ways. You know, obviously playing the game, winning the games, you know, being a part of that is really cool. But to be able to do it in my own hometown, I think makes it even more special. That's great. Well, again, congratulations on your induction this evening, and thanks for sitting down in the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie.